other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the only non-Christmas song you are going to hear today because when you hear this anthem, even though it's some legends themselves, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, you know that you are about to hear a radio legend, someone that um, five generations of radio listeners have grown up listening to, and you can kind of tell someone's age by when they talked about listening to Cousin Brucie. Do they remember Cousin Brucie from WABC? Do they remember him from Wins? Do they remember him from WNBC, CBS FM, Sirius, or the latest incarnation of Cousin Brucie on WABC? Uh, I am very, very proud to be able to call a colleague, a man that I have idolized as a radio legend for as long as I've been able to listen to the radio, the one and only Cousin Brucie. Cousin Brucie, Merry Christmas. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on first. Oh, hey, hold on, Nicola. Woo! Oh, that's sleep. I take it out once a year, Frank, and I, I really don't know what I'm doing. I, I can't find the gears. Anyway, hold on. Nicola, here's some oats. There you go. Upset. Okay, he's fine. We're fine. So I take th- out once a year, poor thing. Okay. The deer is named Nicola. Yeah, Nicola. <laughs> Nicola. You know, the you know you know the uh, red nosed reindeer. This is Nicola, the purple tail donkey. You know, uh, looking at all the great Christmas songs over the years, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, let it snow. Um, you know, it, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Silver Bell, even White Christmas. One of the things they have in common is that they were all written by Jewish writers. I happen to notice you happen to be a Jewish disc jockey. Is there something about Jews that they do Christmas better than Gentiles? <laughs> I, I have no idea. No idea, but it's it's not a strange situation. But, you know, listen, you go back to music. There's no religious thing. There's no ethnic thing with music. Music is God's gift to all of us. And uh, I don't think there's any, anybody looking at their Jewish or Christian or Muslim or, you know, I just think it's given to us as a gift, you know, and, and we should accept it and use it and learn from it. That's what we need to do. One of the reasons that I was so eager to talk to you today is because I love your show. It's a Saturday night party. It's a break from everything that's wrong with the world. You're not talking about the wars. You're not talking about politics. It's just four hours of fun. And even if someone calls you that's going through a tough time, you manage to help them find a silver lining. Isn't that more important on Christmas than any other day? I think Christmas uh, is important, but I think it should be every other day. And I think the spirit and the heart and the soul of Christmas should be 800 days a year. And I don't mean 365. I'm talking about all the time. You know, I love that you said that because at the top of my show, every time when I do that, I've always done this. I tell people there's no politics. Leave the politics where it belongs. And I don't have to say where it, to me where it belongs. You know, I think we all know that. <laughs> and it's a green space. So we have four hours of time when you can just... 
I like you, neighbor. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, independent. I don't care if you're red or green or blue or purple. You're okay, right? Let's get together. And, and that's what I love to do. And I feel it works. But like you say, every once in a while, you get some kind of schmendrick on the air that wants to yell somebody's name, etc. And I try not to get angry, try not to get my personal part into which I, look, I'm just like you are. I lose my temper too. But I try on the air, I have a rubber band around my wrist, and anytime I get a little angry, I go clunk. And I, you know that trick? That's a great <laughs> trick, Mike. If you ever get angry, put a rubber band, a rubber band around your wrist. And you plunk it, and you stop getting angry right away because it hurts a little bit. And I'll, I try to say to the guy, look, I, I understand what you're talking about. Call, call Frank Morano. Call, call Cousin Frank. Talk to him about this. Leave me alone. Tell me about Elvis Presley and Bobby Darren. Right. And it gets him out of it. It usually does. I love it. I love it. You know, there's been so many great Christmas songs over the years, and I've heard you doing a lot of great Christmas shows over the years, going back at least 30 years, probably more like 60 years. I know it's an unfair question, but if you had to pick, what is your absolute favorite Christmas song, Bruce? Oh, that, is, that is so tough because, you know, I do the top 50 songs and I did it, uh, last Saturday on the show. Well, I like, I think it's beginning to look a lot like mm. Christmas. You know, I love that. <laughs> I love that song. I like that song and uh, uh, Peace on Earth. And uh, You know what's a great song? We need, this is traditional, almost traditional pop. We need a little Christmas. And that's kind of, I think that sums it up. Oh, we need, that's by Percy Faith. Wonderful song. Wonderful song. You're not going to go wrong with that one. Those are some great, uh, great selections. What are uh, what's Cousin Brucey and uh, Jody and everybody in the Cousin Brucey family doing today on Christmas Day? Well, just we're honestly relaxing a little bit. We had a, a wonderful Christmas Eve with our friends, Michael and Barbara. We went out to, to have a Christmas Eve dinner, which we love. By the way, I just want to tell you, you, you got some religion in the, when you and I first started. We celebrate Christmas uh, in our family, all of us. We always have. We celebrate the tradition, the respect that we have for our neighbors, right? So it's a day that we feel that it's special. Christmas is a special day in our family, too. So what we're going to do is just relax a little bit and talk to our loved ones and, and try to see some friends and just have a, a very peaceful, relaxed day. That's what I like. And I want to hear a little music. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Do you remember the first Christmas you ever spent on the radio? Was it in Bermuda? Was it in New York? Was it somewhere else? I I can almost remember the first Christmas I ever spent that I that I remember as a child. But on the radio, I think it was at WINS. Yeah, and I started this top fifty tradition, which I've been doing for many years. And uh, it, it the top fifty uh, songs of all time. That's pop songs, by the way. Uh, the religious songs is I, I leave that you know to all my colleagues. This is all the pop stuff, and what I do is I, I've been collecting over the years, Frank, cousin Frankie, uh, uh, these songs, and I sort of keep a, a, a an unscientific record of the survey. So I put together the top fifty songs. They change a little bit every year. I know this year I added another Perry Como song, and. Uh, Obviously, we have to pay great respect to Brenda Lee. You, you've been reading about what happened there. That's amazing. 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 <laughs> it became number one again. On my survey, uh, it was, I think, it was it came in at about number, let me see, I have it right in front of me. I love this list because it makes me look forward to next year. 
Uh, Brenda Lee came in at number four. At number four. The number one song. What do you think, number one song? Very traditional. What do you think? I'm guessing Mariah Carey. No, not even. I don't even have the, the carry on my list. Isn't that weird? Uh, I never. I have not ever received a. Uh, I don't know why. Is it but Mel Torme? Mel Torme? No, I'm dreaming. Oh, of the a great wine. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Yeah, can't go wrong with that one. That's uh that's five star. It, you know, earlier. We um, we played a clip of uh, your former colleague and my my friend Barry Farber reading "Twas the Night Before Christmas" in Yiddish. And when I was researching that clip, it caused me to go down a rabbit hole, and I found this interview that he did with you from about thirty five years ago. And one of the things I didn't realize is back when you guys were both working in radio in the sixties, when they would do news news reports, they would actually have sound effects during the news, is that right? Yep, yep, they would do that to emphasize what was going on. Of course, that's not exactly uh, <laughs> uh, kosher, shall we say? That's not, co- you know, that they've had. So if there was an airplane crash, there'd be a crash. If there was a gunfire, which was sparse in those days, thank God, uh, there'd be gunfire. And there was always music to emphasize a point. Yeah, uh, I, why they did that, I don't know. It was drama. I guess it was a leftover you know, from the, the days of uh, dramatic radio, you know, the, when we used to have drama on the radio. And that, and they were great. because there's nothing better than the, using the imagination. And that's what was so nice. So, so nice about radio. I can mention something. I can mention uh, uh, a Christmas tree with a beautiful red light star on top. And immediately our listeners right now will have that in their mind. Right? Theater. It's theater. Theater of the mind, and that's the beautiful part of radio. But they used to use that. Absolutely correct. I forgot about that. It makes me laugh right now. I think people would be pretty upset with that phony radio. It's not good. <laughs> you know, you are the master. And if people are just tuning in, we're talking with uh, the legendary cousin Brucey, DJ par excellence, really the measure, the standard by which all other DJs are measured. You are the master of the song dedication. And I- I'm wondering, how do you think that tradition got started in radio, the dedication of a specific song for a specific person? Well, I, I, that's, I wish I could take, uh, take uh, a blame for that, if you would. Uh, now that started many many years ago. Well, well, Alan Freed had it, and uh, I think even Morton Block had it. Uh, a lot of the older radio stations and uh, programs had it. But you know, I'm just trying to think. What you just said something stirred something in my imagination. I almost every year on July 4th, I do the Brucci fireworks, right, on radio. Now fireworks on radio, it's a, a little stretch, but I have sound effects. I have marching bands. And uh, I'll tell you a funny story. It's very real sounding. And, you know, when people get on, you remember there was a thing, Frank, years ago about the uh, invasion. Uh, uh, aliens were invading, you know, from Mars. Oh, or sure. Something. Orson Welles. War, War of the Worlds. Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Orson Welles, I think it was. It caused a lot of people getting hurt. And I think there was a couple of people that got more than hurt. Uh, so radio was a very poignant, wonderful thing. With imagination and theater, and there's nothing more real, so you have to treat it carefully. Here's a funny story. So I'm doing my firework, my Bruchis, you know, a little play on Gucci, the Bruchi fireworks, and then they're, they're going and I'm yelling, look at that, WABC in red, white, and blue, and you hear the marching bands and people are going wild. Uh, I got through with that broadcast one day, and it's, it's, it's a great demonstration of how you have to be careful, Cousin Frank. 
I go downstairs, and a guard comes over to me, ready to go out. I think it was on NBC at that time. And he said to me, I don't think you should go out the front door. I said, what's the matter? There's a few people waiting for you that are angry. I said, what do you mean? They were looking for the fireworks. And the one guy was a taxi driver, I'll never forget this, and he lost a lot of money because he pulled over and lost over an hour of fares because he was looking for the Cousin Brucci fireworks. <laughs> kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. Now, we can laugh at it, but if you think about it, that's a little irresponsible. But it was fun. <laughs> I love that. That's hey, a story that really happened. You know, as you've mentioned, you've been doing these Christmas shows for a while with the uh, Christmas uh, Top 50 for a while. I came across an air check from your Christmas show in, uh, in 1967. And this show was so meaningful at the time because it was actually sent over to the troops in Vietnam. And especially, I imagine, the ones from the New York area. This gave them a um, a little bit of a dose of home. All right, everybody. This is your cousin Brucey in New York City. We have the music for you. The four seasons, of course, doing that great theme. Now, this next hour of our show, you bring this down because I want to talk. Next hour of our show, thank you, Donnie. Next hour of our show uh, is something sort of special. We are taping it, and it's going to be sent to literally thousands of guys in Vietnam, and we hope that it'll be there. Time for Christmas. So it's sort of going to be a, sort of a Christmas gift from us here at WABC to all the guys overseas. So thousands of cousins are requesting our cousin Brucey show. We're taping this ticket. I wonder we're going to reproduce it several, several times and send it over to the special guys that ask for it and it'll be broadcast and played and uh, we passed them off from tape recorder to tape recorder. So all the fellas listening to me right now, everybody here in the United States, believe me, we're proud of you and I hope you have a Merry Christmas and we certainly hope that you come home to a safe and sound very, very shortly. So to you fellas, we dedicate the next hour of the Cousin Brucey show. God bless you. Here we go. WABC Super Hit this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger. For the ones who get it done. With the internet, that's really something that people get to enjoy year round with you. They don't need someone to send them an air check in uh, Eastern Europe or in Iraq or wherever they happen to be. They can listen anywhere in the world on the internet. Do you find that a lot of people that grew up with you on the radio in New York or maybe even on Sirius are now listening to you all over the country, all over the world on the internet? Yes, yes. You know, my favorite is. There's a guy named Frankie. I'm his morning show. You know where he listens to me in the morning? Tokyo. <laughs> Come on, that, that, that is phenomenal. What, think about that. Think about what we have technologically. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, Frank. Uh, we can be anywhere, anytime that we want. You know, all people have to do is just tune in. But, you know, people still ask for tapes, and God forbid, in a war zone especially, to have them, you know, with a, a cassette or... Uh, today, uh, you know, a little, uh, uh, little device that they can plug in somewhere. Right. It makes it much easier. But it's wonderful that we can reach people all over the world, Frank. 
So we have to be careful not to put Brucey fireworks up. <laughs> I'm looking at this uh, set list from 1967, and some of the songs are songs that you might have played on Saturday, uh, like uh, Snoopy and the uh, Snoopy's Christmas by the Royal Guardsmen. Others I haven't heard on the radio in a while. Uh, a couple of Bobby Vinton songs, for instance. Why do some songs remain timeless and still get played on the radio 60 Christmases later, whereas others are okay for their time, but they don't have that kind of durability? Well, the durability comes from what they call romance and people's feeling sentimentality for certain things. Because around Christmas time, around any major holiday time, uh, people get very sentimental because they start thinking about, gee, I was eight years old and I remember mom and I used to sit around and I'll never forget Bobby, Bobby Vinton singing this song uh, to me. You know, I'd like to hear that again so I can think of mom. So it's a matter of memory, mm. romance, sentimentality, and it's just the human experience. And that's what gives us this, this great, wonderful device that we have. It's called music, which is very medicinal, Frank. Music is medicinal. It makes you feel good. It brings back good feelings, right? And sometimes a little melancholy, a little sad. But it's there. It's very real. Music is the food of love. And you know who said that? I don't. Shakespeare. Ah. If music be the food of love, play on, Frank. Give me excess of it, Frank. <laughs> Cousin Brucey, it is a treat to be able to call you a colleague. On my son's uh, second birthday, we were all listening to you on the radio, and uh, you heard a thunderous round of applause when you gave him a shout-out for his birthday. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. I hope we get to spend a lot of time together in 2024. Let's do it. I love talking to you, Cousin Frank. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to everybody, and uh, Happy New Year. And Let's pray that this is going to be a good one. Absolutely. You can catch Cousin Brucey every Saturday night from 6 to 10. Cousin Brucey Saturday Night Party on 77 WABC in New York. If you're listening on any of our other stations around the country, you can uh, absolutely check it out at WABCradio.com. There are a lot of great DJs out there. There's only one Cousin Brucey. This is the special Christmas edition of The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. Get out of here. Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow Of a white Christmas With every Christmas card I write May your days be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be white I'm dreaming of a white 
May your days be merry and bright, and may all your Christmases be wise. Merry Christmas, Bing. Merry Christmas, Frank. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas everybody. everybody. The Other Side of Midnight. 